just want my relationships, whatever they are, whether it's romantic or, you know, platonic or whatever, to develop into the best thing they can be based on the people who are in it. And that's all I want for it, basically, to find the thing that works for everybody involved. Welcome to this polyamorous life. We are striving to bring you real-life stories from near and far. This episode is the first one we ever recorded. Um, we were experimenting with the tech and the format here a bit. Uh, it's a conversation between four people that you'll meet in a moment. Um, we were all sitting snug on a king-size bed, prepared with a list of questions about polyamory. Um, take a listen. I hope you enjoy it. here with uh, some members of the Windsor polyamory community. Uh, we have uh, Aaron, Amy, and Bree, who will introduce themselves in a moment. Um, we're here to talk about what polyamory means to them and their connection to the communities and things like that. Um, all right, guys, say something. Hi, my name's Amy. Um, I am a polyamorous bisexual female. <laughs> Thank you. I'm also a mom. Yay! Yay. Good. Alright, Bree, say something. I'm Bree. I'm a polyamorous, pansexual, something something, lot of stuff. I was gonna say, can, we don't have to do the it's fine. five page long introduction, like we're all like... I'm here. Amy. I'll... Amy started it. I'll answer some questions. That's it. <laughs> That's all anyone can ask who are, for. Who are you? Hi, I'm Erin. Hi. Hi, Erin. I'm the other organizer of Windsor Polyamory. <laughs> cool. All right. Um, so we've got some questions, and we'll just kind of go through this list. Um, all right. So first question. Uh, how long have you been polyamorous or been practicing polyamory? Answer this however you feel needs to be said. Who wants to go first? I was concerned for a second because I thought Amy and I were going to have the same answer, but I've been practicing it longer than you guys have. Yeah. So what is um, your answer? My answer is seven years like actively being in a polyamorous relationship. And I've been like learning about it and curious about the lifestyle for a lot longer than that. Mm -hmm. Amy? Uh, how long was it again? <laughs> five. Five years. It'll be five years in November. Mm -hmm. There you go. And before, but that's for polyamory. Yeah. And before that, we were open. Open, for, yeah. For we were time. open in our relationship. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. It's been about between two and three years question mark uh <laughs> that i've been actively whatever it is i am uh, <laughs> but um there's something something but i can remember at 16 having the thought that if i end up in a relationship my partners will probably have other partners and that i was fine with that <coughs> so cool. cool all right um let's let's try some other questions here um what is it about your relationship style that is most important to you 
Uh, yeah, I, I wrote the question, so I guess that's fair. Um, <laughs> the most important thing to me, um, I guess, is freedom. Um, I, I'm not too great with, you know, other people's expectations a lot of the time, so um, I just kind of gravitate towards a relationship <laughs> style that... Um, I don't know. That that leaves leaves life open to possibility for me. So, so when you say freedom, you mean your own personal freedom? I mean, um, <clears throat> the flexibility, flexibility, and yeah, um, the ability, or just I guess not being tied down in a traditional relationship dynamic, not having to follow like those set like guidelines that <clears throat> everyone tells you you have to follow being yeah. able to kind of decide for flow yourself. and decide what works best for you instead of just trying to meet these like quotas yeah exactly like the the rush to meet relationship milestones you know is exhausting <laughs> and i've never been into it you know i just want my relationships whatever they are whether it's romantic or you know platonic or whatever to develop into the best thing they can be based on the people who are in it and that's all i want for it basically to find the thing that works for everybody involved that makes sense uh aim same question i don't remember what the question was <laughs> <laughs> what is your relation uh, what is it about your relationship style that is most important to you um being a family Mm -hmm. What does that mean uh, uh, in, in this context? Sitting at a kitchen table because <laughs> that's what our relationship style is called. <laughs> you have a very by the book. I do. It was cute and then Reg had to go and like dissect yeah. it. On yeah, this. well <laughs> just like being a family, like, I don't know. Building an extended family. Bu yeah, yeah, well extending your yeah. immediate family. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Building like, your family. Like, and like, uh, And how does that make you feel? <laughs> hold on, hold on. What are we doing here? Is this an interview or am I like getting yeah, this free? Is I, guess I feel like I'm getting free therapy, yeah. except for it's also going to get put on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, you don't Process. have to. For our benefit. You don't have to Process. answer that question. No, I, I don't know. Uh, the I think the family concept is going somewhere. But um, I feel like Amy's never really getting trapped in, like, the whole what a family looks like. So she's just like, we are a family. Like, that is very black and white. But it means a lot to me because this isn't a family I thought I was going to actually be able to have. Like, I always thought I was going to have to compromise in some way to be able to have a family. So it means a lot to me that she said the, the first word part of her whole spiel. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Like the idea of being able to build a family that is maybe not what everyone else sees out of the family, but functions. Functions. For what we needed to function. Yeah. Exactly. It is what it is. It is a family. Cool. Yeah. How important is having a community that supports your relationship style? I'm not answering this one. I'm biased. I mean, yeah. So, so you and I are, are the organizers for our local community. 
So uh, to us, I it's thought Cliff. it was so important. I, I made one. So, uh, <laughs> does that answer yeah, the question? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, we, um, yeah. Not very. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm also biased, but maybe a little bit less so. It's very important to me, which is why I'm here. Because when I found out that it existed, you know, that was. Is that how we found you? Well, actually, no. <laughs> We we, oh, okay. How did we find you? <laughs> she made a really great, uh, yeah. like, pickup post or something. Like, it was the best pickup like... post of all time. Oh, that's right! <laughs> oh, right! Yeah. Different was... community. We must yeah. Good, this this might get edited out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even care. I don't care. No, no, I, yeah, yeah. But it's it's the mix of content yes. plus the coffee. For sure. <laughs> no, um... Unless we want to do this question again <laughs> and just do the same thing. I'm using a oh, no. Um, so anyways when I found out that this was a thing that existed I got really excited because it was a space that I didn't realize was there before that you know I think community is super important Um, I think a lot of people are, are lacking it in their lives these days and you know it's kind of contribu- contributing to the loneliness epidemic and now I'm going on well, well h- hang on. There's, there's some really interesting things that you're saying there that I want to pick up on. Um, so what experience made you realize that ethical non-monogamy was a viable option for you? We'll start with Brie. Um, well, like I said earlier, as young as 16, I was thinking, you know, realistically, if I'm going to do this, you know, actual relationship thing it's not going to function the way most relationships do i i knew that it wasn't um and so even that young i was thinking well you know my partners will probably have other partners they'll need to because you know i deal with depression it gets really uh really bad it's actually pretty bad most of the year (laughs) and um so i just kind of knew that that was the direction i was going to want to go, but I didn't know polyamory was a thing per se. I'd heard the word, but I didn't really put it to anything. And it wasn't until, you know, meeting you guys through <laughs> that life <laughs> and, uh, and then finding out about Windsor polyamory. And then I was like, Oh, okay. I need to check this out. Cause this fits something that I've thought about myself for a long time. And, um, and I haven't looked back. So, mm-hmm. Cool. Um, uh, I can. I want to answer that question. You want to answer? Okay. Then Am- I raised A- my hand, but you didn't see. Sorry, Amy. Go ahead. Answer. <laughs> what experience made you realize that ethical non-monogamy was a viable option for you? Well, I had had sex with multiple people, but my boyfriend at the time uh, had only had sex with me, <laughs> and I thought that was kind of sad. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought I'm that sorry. was kind of sad, and I was like. No, you know he should he should experience other things, and then he was like, "Well, then you too," and then so then we kind of went for it. This is this I I believe that is accurate. <laughs> is that what you believe? I I that that sounds like a lot like what your boyfriend thinks is true. Your former <laughs> former boyfriend now husband. I believe he would agree with that. Yeah, were yeah. he here? Were were he? sitting here holding a microphone yeah i'm sure that he would say something very similar (laughs) (laughs) all right 
um, well, <laughs> you, have you, a... you haven't answered the question. Oh, sorry. And, and... What was the question? Uh... <laughs> I'm paying attention. <laughs> what experience made you realize that ethical non-monogamy was a viable option for you? Now, I know, I know your story, but uh, other people don't, and it's an interesting <laughs> one, so go ahead. Oh, the whole story? Well. <laughs> okay. Um... From the beginning. Oh, to simplify, I saw a reference to it on a talk show. I do believe it was the Tyra Banks show. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I used my, to watch that too. My sister used to love to put it on after school, and there was one about polyamorous families and, like, how they worked. And I just remember thinking it was such a fascinating idea, so I just started doing a bunch of school projects on it. And, uh, yeah, I just kept researching it. But I don't know if I really realized it was a viable option until... Uh, my first girlfriend and she introduced me to like FetLife and how they had polyamory stuff on there that pe- ways to meet people and yeah yeah it's been a learning curve since but we've come a long way <laughs> yeah uh, are there any tips you wish someone had given you when you were just starting to venture into polyamory uh, get a king size bed as soon as possible <laughs> maybe a California king Something huge. Super legit. Is a California yeah. king bigger than a king? Yes, but it's longer. It's not as long. Like, it's the same width as a king, Just but long. it's longer for tall people. <laughs> well, that seems useless. Well, We're... somebody can lay across the bottom. Yeah. Oh, what a, and what if, But then what if your partner is, your We're... next partner is seven feet tall? <laughs> like, this is... you don't get to choose who you love. We're just... <laughs> We're 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 totally <laughs> falling. We're totally <laughs> falling into the the stereotype of the like young professional polyamory people with money to spare right now. Oh like, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, tips, tips, tips. Uh, label <laughs> your clothes. Same same sex people like in in like uh, label your clothes. Here's a tip. Um, ooh, ooh, get a bin for the other person if they're not like living with you. Mm-hmm. Have a bin for their stuff, so you can just chuck it in there. Okay, so that one's legit. Yeah. <laughs> what? The other ones are legit. My tip is get a good handle on your bullshit, because it's hard enough dealing with your own bullshit in a one-on-one relationship. But this shit is—it's exponential. The more people. The m- just exponential amounts of, more of shit. shit. <laughs> so and then you need, like a bulldozer. Uh, right. Get a good handle on for, it. For, really good metaphors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for people who, um, for people who aren't familiar like with cow polyamory lingo, what do you mean by bullshit? When you say your bullshit, what I mean? Well, and this isn't polyamory. No, lingo, this is just. <laughs> Well, no, 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 but it, but it, but it, this is, the, but that's the words that are used often in, poly, yeah, right, yeah. right, in poly circles. What I mean shit. is, that's a, that's a mental health thing. It, it is a, every sure. single one of us has deep emotional scars, usually from childhood, some more than others, but we've all got them. Mm-hmm. And when we don't know ourselves enough to know about them and to, try to figure them out we tend to just expel them onto others like so much emotional diarrhea (laughs) um and that's really hard in a one-on-one situation and it's way harder the more people you add so figure your shit out oh 
Continue. That's it. Oh, okay. That's my tip. So Sorry, I just thought it was something. Figure your shit out. Um, <laughs> every relationship is different, but we found that veto doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. I think a lot of people would agree with that. I think a lot of people would agree. Yeah, this I think is, we're finally turning the corner on that one. Th- this is one of those situations where it's true that th- there's a, a, a truism in polyamory that my poly is not your poly. Mm-hmm. Which is to say that like everyone does things differently. However, um, there's also a movement right now that's, um, I mean, it's been going for years now about talking about you know people have rights. You know, it's not just you know you can't treat other human beings um, as disposable. As disposable. So if you know if one partner has a veto over uh, over another person's actions, that's that can um can and does cause problems um essentially a veto is a kind of stopgap measure it's a band-aid solution it's the kind of thing that addresses the problem right now in a very quick way that is damaging but it doesn't actually do anything about the problem it just gets rid of the thing that was causing the feelings to happen the problem is still there the problem being your that feelings the feelings are you know the boundaries aren't clear or that you know um you don't maybe know trust. each other or trust each other as much as you would hope or like um a veto is basically just a way of saying well okay screw it this is too difficult let's just get rid of this person but that doesn't address the problem which is that those feelings are going to come up again and again unless you actually deal with them. Mm-hmm. To, I agree. To be clear, a veto is um, saying, like, one partner saying to another, no, you can't date that person. Right. Right. Like, I, that, I, I refuse. You can't date that person. Yeah. yeah. It's usually when there's, hi- like, in a hierarchical structure, mm-hmm. the primary partner will say they have veto power to mm-hmm. veto any secondary partner yeah. at right. any time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's something that can definitely make uh, uh, the original primary partners feel safer in mm-hmm. in their relationship, but it uh, inevitably, like if used, um, can le- leads to people feeling disposed of, disposable, and not just that, and but less so that. Cool. But if that. there's one partner that is vetoing a lot more than the other, you can end up with things like resentments that turn into contempt as, you know, the relationship gets more and more brittle every time you go through this process of, oh, I found this person, oh, but they threaten you, so you're saying no, and I have to just get rid of them. That takes its toll on the relationship, and that's what I mean. It's a stopgap measure, but it's actually doing more harm than good. Mm -hmm. Um, You're actually, you know, further splintering your relationship by doing that rather than owning your feelings and figuring out where your insecurities are coming from and addressing them with your partner, you know, it's the quote unquote easy way, but it's, it's way worse off in the long run. Mm -hmm. It's way worse for you. Yeah. 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 Um, it's one, it's one of those things that, uh, I've seen, seen it called, it's, you know, taking polyamory and just doing monogamy but with polyamory yeah right where you're not actually doing polyamory if you're still you know saying oh this is still Mm -hmm. the most important person and and all that like like doing this whole 
I, I mean, in some ways, all of hierarchy is uh, my personal view is like the hierarchy thing could be broken down a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm personally not a huge fan of it. I mean, to each their own, but yeah, you know, it's not my thing. Yeah. It's interesting in, I know in some communities that like there's like in, in our community where we do our best to be, uh, to, to follow the to each their own and and Mm -hmm. to be inclusive. I mean, we're a small community and that's a thing, but I know in like the relationship anarchy community, uh, in, Detroit, they're very much like if you're t- if you're doing it wrong, get out. Yeah, <laughs> which is uh, an interesting thing that they do. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You you are pointing. More questions. More questions. Okay. Oh wait, hold on. What was the last question? Something that you've learned. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What All tips right. do you wish someone had given you, Aaron, when you were starting out? Oh, I don't know if it's a specific tip. Right. I'm answering a completely different question. Well, what what is the question that you want to answer? What have I learned? What have you learned about yourself? Your yeah. Yeah. What have you learned? All right. Um, I think the real thing that I've been struggling with wrapping my head around is embracing your honesty unapologetically. Because the people who are going to be left who can handle who you really are are the people you actually want to surround yourself with. And I wasted a lot of my life on people like trying to fit into a box instead of trying to figure out what shape I actually am. So I think I'm finally over that hurdle. Yay! Yay. <laughs> that's exciting. <laughs> but I don't know if that's a poly specific tip. I think that's really just a in general life tip. Okay. How do others' preconceptions of your relationship style affect your day to day life? So at work, um, I'm pretty out and open, um, and I have a friend who's a lesbian, and her girlfriend does not like the way that we have our life, and it affects me on a daily basis because I think it is so fun to tease her. <laughs> oh, whenever whenever my friend is on the phone with her, I make sure I say hi and like she knows that I'm there. Oh, it just brings me so much joy. <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> I'm done it doesn't really affect me on a day to day basis so much um, I I don't know I don't I don't do a lot that requires like that that you know I'm not I've never that been a particularly affects. secretive person there's yeah nothing that it affects really um, the I think the thing that most bothers me is just I don't know when people say stupid ignorant shit like that supposes that a polyamorous person is, you know, um, unfaithful or um, whatever else. Um, I don't face a lot of that myself, but it comes up, you know, I've just been having a bad run of it. It's not not always so tough. Yeah. 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 The snide comments. That's something that's been um, getting more prevalent in the media. Like, in, in there's a lot of, you know, expose type think pieces and, and stuff like that about, you know, oh, I went to a polyamory thing and it was a pickup artist guy or something like that. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a little concerning because, um, yeah, uh, I know um, Alan of Poly in the News, yeah, it runs a blog. Um, has has talked about you know that that we're in kind of this third stage 
now of polyamory um, where it's gaining acceptance to a certain degree. Uh, and so people will use it and the language around it to be shitty, mm -hmm. <laughs> basically. I mean... And, we were yeah. protected by people not knowing about it at all. So therefore they hadn't made opinions yet. But mm -hmm. now people know about it enough to have those negative opinions. Oh. Yeah. And vocalize them. We had an interesting experience in Ireland. Um, yeah. We, um, we met this guy from America and we were just talking to him. He was by himself, so we invited him to sit with us because we're Canadian. And uh, and he came over and he sat with us and we he asked us how we all knew each other, if we were like related or friends or, or whatever. And so we told him the truth that we're in a polyamorous relationship. And he was like, oh, okay. And we were like that's it so like you you uh you know what that is and and he was like oh yeah yeah i've heard i've heard of it um i didn't haven't met anybody before you're my first polyamory people and i was like oh okay <laughs> that's fun yeah yeah it was a it was a, an exciting moment like i've, I've never I, we haven't had that moment where we've had to be like oh yeah hi we're a polyamorous triad <laughs> Nuts. Not very many, no. No. Not when we're all together in one place. Usually we're doing it, like, solo. And the yeah. other people aren't there, so it's not quite so real. Yeah. 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 It's, you I know. mean, it's a conversation I have a lot, but not usually. Yeah. Like, you guys both there. Cool. All right. Well, we've answered some questions. Um, we have not really had much of a narrative to this interview at all. Test successful. But we have tested it, and we now have so some far. ideas. As long as it records properly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yada, well, yada. I will check that. Um, but yeah, all right, good. That's the next test, is if you can take these broken bits of these questions and turn them into something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 